Support for the Pocket Now Weekly comes from Oregon State. Support for the Pocket Now podcast comes from Oregon State University. Earn your Oregon State MBA 100% online in a program that's designed to help you move up or make a career change. You can choose from specialized tracks in organizational leadership, business analytics, marketing, or supply chain and logistics management. Get where you're going faster with the Oregon State MBA. Learn more at mba.oregonstate.edu slash pocket now. Well, I think uh, that's as good a place to start as any. Um, Jaime and I are joined today by Kevin Keating, and I don't want to mess up your actual job title over at Media Tech, so you can tell everybody. (laughs) First, thanks for having me here. It's great to to be with you guys. Of course. Yeah. I'm a global communications director for Media Tech. Mm. All right. So we are here in rainy Mumbai, India. It is really, really raining out there. It is it's monsoon. not just raining. So it's do, windy. Horribly. Why, why did you bring us out to monsoon season? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you when you product launch, it's just about the timing. Exactly. <laughs> no control over the rains. Mm-hmm. Uh, the announcement, the actual event itself was actually in Delhi, where it was not this rainy. It was actually quite yeah. beautiful out there. Um, but in general, India is just a beautiful place. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but I do want to give you the floor and uh, give our viewers and listeners uh, who may not be keeping up with all of the news the um, the, the the chance to give the info about the announcement sure. about the Helio G90 and all of that. Sure. Yeah, and and I'll and I'll keep it short. But you know what we we came here for was the uh, G90 series, mm-hmm. which is our first G is for gaming, our first yeah. gaming chip. Um, kind of jumping into that niche gaming market, right? Mobile gaming has become a lot more popular the last year. You've seen other device makers wanting to focus on gaming phones in particular. So Mm -hmm. that was the idea behind the G90. Let's uh, get some of that market share of the mobile gaming. Um, We launched at the same time in India and in China, which are two of our really Mm -hmm. big markets. So so we've been recently over the last year or so, we've actually been working with a lot of gaming phones. And it's definitely a a big trend that's coming up. We both have differing opinions about mobile gaming. (laughs) (laughs) You love it. I'm I'm so impressed at how much time you spend (laughs) playing with, playing with, you know, different games on your phone. And I'm like, how does he do it? I'm, I'm, you know, there's a 10 year difference between you and me. I need controllers. Yeah. Yeah. You can play with the touchscreen. I I 100% agree that controllers really help the experience. But at the same time, I feel like mobile gaming is a is a perfect way of getting... Like, let's put it this way. If I ever have kids, I'm going to have them play the classics of my era, but sure. they're able to on a phone. Yeah. And that's that's what really excites me about it. Yeah. Yeah. So there are all these like old Final Fantasy games and classic like NES games and all that that are being adapted to mobile. Yeah. So for anybody out there that might focus on the PUBGs of the world, the uh, Arena Valors, um, there's a new game called Life After that I didn't even know about that looks really cool. Um, there's more to it than that, right. which I think is 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 the point I always try to make when it comes to mobile gaming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what what is it about mobile gaming that uh, made MediaTek decide? to actually create a, a chip specifically for this. Yeah. Well, I think part of it's what you guys were talking about, right? It's become kind of a generational mm-hmm. thing where everything's everything's moved to mobile. You're yeah. doing it on mobile. And and whether you're used to console or not, I think it's a it's a time killer, right? If you're commuting, traveling, or you're on your phone. 18-hour flight. And if you're a gamer, you're gaming. 18-hour <laughs> flight. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think, I think that's exactly, you know, what the device makers are looking at. They're looking at, one differentiation and two, how to meet the the demand for this for this new market and this generation that's used to being on their phone the entire time. Do you time. mobile game at all? Like, I'm like <laughs> I'm like Jaime. I, I'm like no. I play I play games on it, but I'm definitely not 
a game puzzles i imagine it's it's bubble burst yeah (laughs) nice it's it's a cool time waster it It, is is a cool time waster it's it's downtime yeah Mm -hmm. you know big in india is PUBG, and we did some some oh yeah partnership with PUBG to test the device um so making sure it works on the most popular games that people are using yeah Mm -hmm. PUBG, fortnite but here's the thing like i okay so i think that probably what i like the most about the presentation was at you know uh, and we'll talk about xiaomi in a bit but during the demos I was, all right, so one of the things that I don't like about, you know, these, uh, we have this conversation with my son where you can, you can play Fortnite, you can play PUBG, but then when you get a phone call, yeah, you, even if you get the overlay on the top of your, on the top of your game, and that doesn't like block your gaming, mm-hmm. you have the problem that because these are online games, it automatically cuts off the communication. Yep. And so you, you're shot and dead. Yeah. So one of the things that I liked about your chip is that it addresses a couple of the things that are not addressed even by the highest end competitor, which is that you, it literally separates communication. Yeah. And you can get a phone call. I actually have B-roll of that while, yeah. while you were mm-hmm. playing. I was playing. Uh, that, I'm, that we could actually overlay it on this video. For sure. Um, but I, I we, we continued playing like if nothing was happening. Right. That You know, I think that's what... I like about some of the features for G90 was it addressed some of the bro- real pain points for yeah. the gamers. And that was the call and data concurrency. And for, for any game, it annoys me when I'm playing my simple game, right? When the call comes <laughs> in, you know, it stalls the game and yeah. you're either out of the game or you have to have to go back to it. So yeah, just some of those, the, the latency issues and some of that, um, like I said, call and data concurrency, some of those that uh, the gamers really had problems with when they were on their mobile. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the second thing was, well, you guys are, and we're going to talk about MediaTek in general, because I, after that trip to Taipei, I was like really impressed on every single product you guys are on. But because you're, one of your biggest businesses is television. Yeah. I mean, you guys are pretty much on every smart TV out there. A lot of them. Yeah. yeah. I, like you're also using some of that capability into bringing enhanced capabilities of for the display while you're playing absolutely a game. and why not yeah. right yeah so. <laughs> yeah that has been like mediatek's forte from the start mm-hmm. yeah. was you know that uh, the display the picture quality the imaging we have a lot of different technologies i won't list them all that that go into that display technology so we've been bringing a lot of that cross-platform like you said taking the stuff we've done for tv yeah taking it to mobile um some of the voice uh, assistant smart speaker stuff transfers over to mobile and even into TV, including the AI. The AI works cross-platform. Yeah, and now clearly gaming is the next frontier. Yeah. Um, one thing that I probably should know the answer to, but I, I guess I should hear from you is: uh, there's the G90, then the G90T. What were there actual differences between those two uh, specific ones? They are, but it's relatively minor. Oh, okay, and I don't, I don't have the specs in front of me, but I know what one is the camera support. So, oh, okay. Uh, the, the T um, is more. I wouldn't say it's. It's turbo version, but you have the 64 megapixel support. Oh, um, I see. That's what that, it was. And it does not have it on the on the G90 itself. So, and then there's one other small area that I just can't recall at the moment of the well, spec difference. Well, I think it brings up a very important point that even though we are seeing gaming chips like, like this one, for example, coming out, it doesn't mean that they're any less capable as everyday smartphone-capable chips. Yeah. Um, so clearly, you, you'll be able to have a good daily experience, but, you know, you fire up that PUBG, it's going to be... And you know what? The reference devices that, that they had that I, we have some footage of from the event, mm-hmm. I actually, we, rather, actually played with one of them in a more casual yeah, setting. Outside of the demo which I loved. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we played, well, did you play PUBG? I played PUBG. I did. Yeah. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was. Uh, it looked. It looked and performed beautifully. Yeah. yeah. You know, and granted, it's a reference device, so maybe not everything is perfect on that one, but that's to be expected. Still, the game performed at a really good clip. It still looked really nice. So you're saying that I didn't suck? <laughs> I think I did suck. <laughs> the device performed well. You the, not no, so much, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the device performed great. It looked uh, it looked beautiful, and I'm looking forward to seeing where these chips are going to end up, especially in terms of what smartphone manufacturers are going to support it. Yeah. And we did get one at the event. Yeah, Xiaomi uh, was Xiaomi. there. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that they yeah, how large their market is here in India. Yeah. I had no idea. Like they're huge. Every Xiaomi video I've ever done for you guys, and even for myself, the yeah. the analytics are just through the Crazy roof. Crazy, in yeah. yeah. They've been leading the market in India for at least the last year, so their numbers are always high. So it was great to have them. Yeah. Uh, talk about being one of the first ones to to use the G9. They have a ton of Mi stores here, right? They do. Yeah, I yeah. think we passed by one in Delhi. Yeah, yeah we I did. I was like, oh, it's a Mi store. <laughs> we did. No, and I think that you know, I love the fact that Xiaomi's on board because. You know, one of the things uh, that we've been discussing is obviously the, you know, the story of MediaTek. Uh, the fact that, uh, obviously, you have been powering that mid-range, and you're pretty much bringing some very interesting flagship specs. You showed the benchmarks and how it compares yeah. to the 7, 730, it is? 730G. The 730G from, mm-hmm. from Qualcomm. There were even some comparisons and benchmarks to the 855. Right, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and so yesterday that we were in the that we were in the panel, mm-hmm. the biggest conversation was. Well, you were. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you two were. Yeah. The biggest conversation was the price point. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously Xiaomi is aggressive about pricing. You they guys are. are aggressive about pricing, and one of the things that I've noticed about being here in India, period, is just how sensitive the market is. Not sensitive in 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 the concept of cheap. They're sensitive right. in the concept of I want the most for my money. The argument for not buying an iPhone is not that it's twenty thousand rupees; it's what I'm getting for twenty thousand rupees. Yeah, I'm just getting a phone. It's how big is the uh, difference in, yeah. the, in the specs or in the performance yeah. of what you actually need and use yeah. versus that price point. Yeah, yeah. It was a very enlightening experience because we did do a meetup as well in yeah. Delhi and got to meet. Well, the majority of the people that were there were also fellow creators uh, who are you know small creators yeah. in India, but still they're part of the audience and yeah. they were asking us questions. Um, I remember we were getting a lot of requests to continue. Uh, looking at devices that are prominent in India, and a lot of mm-hmm. them have your chips. <laughs> they do, yeah. and and I think I was saying the recent um, when you're talking price points yeah. in India, uh, what we call the new premium, that mid range, mm. that you know high to, to mid level range device. I think it's somewhere for U.S. dollars between like one one fifty and two two eighty two ninety. So that's what you're saying. They're very uh, the consumers in India are very particular about. Yeah. What features they want? They want that. They still want that high-end performance, but they want it to be at a at a price that's reasonable. Right. How much is the relationship between MediaTek and its OEMs um, or manufacturers, I should say? Um, how close is that relationship in terms of pricing? Because Xiaomi, as we know, they're pretty aggressive with pricing, but yeah. the story of MediaTek is also like democratizing tech. Right. Um, you know, making it accessible to as many people as yeah. possible, which obviously is important in a market like India. Definitely. You know. The the relationship on the on the pricing we really don't have a lot to do mm. with right we we sell the chip our teams work on on the on the chip with the uh, OEMs and ensuring they have the features that they want but we don't really have any control over the end end product price I see yeah yeah because somebody was asking during the panel do you think that a ten thousand rupee phone and I I had to Google the uh, the 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 
it's like conversion. $140. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, 149 probably yeah, is yeah. Uh, the price point yeah. that would be. But that would be that would be fantastic if it was possible. But you know what trade offs might there be? Yeah. Um, but I yeah. think he was wishful wishful thinking that it might get to that. But uh, no, I don't. I, I don't think it will. It's it's. it's <laughs> I mean, if we're talking mid rangers, uh, we're talking the four hundred dollar, three fifty, somewhere around their price point. Oh yeah, totally. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I don't like if that's what that's what it's competing. Like, here's the thing: like, there are some very aggressive entry level smartphones, um, but not not everything is switched on. <laughs> You're right. In, yeah, in these phones, or or the experience is not necessarily the best, or the materials. So I, I know companies are are doing a lot of a lot to figure out how to aggressively address the market yeah. because regardless you know one of the things that i've learned i mean right now for example samsung's numbers were down i think what 40 percent mm-hmm. and it was because their high-end phones are not selling yeah they're not i i don't think that it's just an india thing no i don't no. think that it's just an india thing i think that consumers are like all right fine if i'm gonna pay a thousand dollars for a phone it's not gonna be every year yeah exactly yeah, i think in general like users are becoming more discerning about what what the difference in the feature sets are versus what the price difference are. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and the technology is getting so good that some of it's imperceptible, right? Yep. How much faster does it does it need to be? And are you going to even use all those features? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, every every little bit of a smartphone is becoming better and better. Yeah. So that, like, for example, on the software front, you know, if only OnePlus, for example, would make a phone that has Oxygen OS but lesser specs for lesser money, the most people will probably be happy with that phone. <laughs> well, technically, it technically they kind of do. They're just not branded as OnePlus. Exactly. They're called Realme. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. And if you, if one other interesting thing about the India market is there's still a pretty good population that's using feature phones. Yeah. So right now they're still having that switch over from feature phone to smartphone and what they're calling the smart feature phone, 4G smart feature phone. So that's, again, at that lower price point, but you're getting a smartphone. Um, to replace your feature phone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I think here's the thing. Uh, yesterday we were even, we were having the discussion of cars and everything. Uh, that's the thing. Like Toyota did not launch a cheaper, a more expensive car. What they did was launch Lexus. Uh, you know, Nissan didn't launch a more expensive car. They launched Infinity. Oh yeah. Uh, BMW ended up launching, uh, you know, they ended up acquiring the mini uh, company and mm-hmm. have, yeah. so it's, it's one of those things where most companies will do their best to not, confuse the consumer over their branding the only company that hasn't done that and i don't know how they've been successful with it or i don't know how long it's going to last is uh, the case of samsung they're the only company that hasn't spun off a separate brand for lesser specs they keep their same brand and they even use the same galaxy brand for like the very inexpensive phones yeah, yeah. they're the only company that i've seen succeed with it but then we've got an apple that's only going to be the high end We've got a Xiaomi that's, you know, not... Xiaomi is playing, but then they launch Pocophone. Yep. And then the, we've got Oppo, who spun off OnePlus, spun off Realme, spun off Vivo. Yep. And for some of them, some of these companies have come to the point where now they're just... Oppo is now just an ODM for these companies. Uh, so, you know, it's it's one of those things where I... I it's going to be rather interesting. I don't think that's going to... I think the Xiaomi is going to get to a certain level or spin it off with a different brand. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, even Xiaomi have their own gaming wing in yeah. Black Shark at this Black point, Shark, yeah. which was interesting because at the launch, um, there was the announcement of the Black Shark 2 Pro. Um, and I was like, oh, is the chip going to be in that? And then unfortunately, we didn't <laughs> no. get that news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, have, they haven't 
said anything else much about the the G ninety tip chip other than it'll be the first one. Yeah, to indeed. have a device. Yeah, I do. I do want to come back to the. <clears throat> I just sort of the story of MediaTek in general. And we can also kind of rein in the uh, the India market as well. The uh, <laughs> No in. pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, yeah, Which right? type of rain? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thankfully, you can't really hear it, but it's coming down. Oh, trust me. I recorded the daily earlier. And because I was using the shotgun, mm-hmm. I literally had to switch to the lav because, like, it was bad. Like, it was just hitting the window oh, really dang. bad. Actually, you know what? This reminds me. Um, uh, normally, after our mid-break, we have a recurring segment where we ask guests or even each other, yeah. what is in your pocket now? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you want <laughs> yeah, to share one. nothing what, in my pocket. <laughs> oh, you got nothing? Oh, okay. No, no smartphones no, on no, your like, Not a smartphone that I would say I'm carrying right now. <laughs> Fair enough. We're gonna keep. We're gonna. We're gonna keep it legal here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, um, going back to the story of MediaTek in general, I, I find it so interesting that because I've, I've, we've been in the industry for quite a while. I mean, we've known you from many yeah. years back, um, and I remember always seeing people talk about MediaTek when that word comes up with any smartphone or any product. But now it's a whole new world because we went to an event yesterday, the panel that you two were on. And there was a display that showed all the products that MediaTek is in. Yeah, I was flabbergasted. I Amazon products and routers and small cameras. Yeah. I, these things I did not know. Yeah, and and a lot of people don't. And I, you know, I don't know if that's um, because we need to do a better job talking about it. Probably, but uh, there's there's new products coming out every day mm-hmm. uh, that that we see. Like you said, it's not necessarily just the India market, but there's been some unique products here. The uh, Paytm is a big mobile payment. Uh, system in India. Yep, um, they've got a new product for for merchants that uses our chip. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about you know now it's over 1.5 billion devices a year that use a, a MediaTek chipset. Ah, I see. And uh, you know the home smart home smart speakers. You know we're number one in voice assistant devices, number one in smart speakers for market share. Um, the the Kent iCam is is one that we showcased at the at the panel as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like a uh, I believe it's CarCam. Yeah, like yeah. a dash cam of sorts. Yeah, yeah. dash cam. Those those become popular too. So, yeah, it's a wide range of products um, from voice assistant microwaves, like you said, a lot of the Amazon products. The I, I was, the Echo. I was shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were really into one feature that MediaTek actually pioneered. Well, huh? well that here's the thing. A couple. So I'm going to start with the the fact that one of my favorite fitness watches ever has been the Polar M600. Oh, I yeah. had no. So it wasn't until I landed in Taipei. And we go to your offices for the first time, and it was like the display it's of everything the that's there. <laughs> and I remember that when Polar sent it to me, I asked them what was the chip, and they did not want. Well, it's not that they didn't want; yeah. they just didn't know, and or their PR just didn't know they didn't provide any information. And I'm like, okay, so this is actually the only. So you know that Wear OS has that limitation where the algorithm is actually Google's algorithm. It's not. Uh, it's not. A, it's actually Qualcomm's algorithm. If you use the Snapdragon twenty one hundred, uh-huh. it's not until the thirty one hundred that they made the swap and allowed ODM, OEMs to provide their own. Oh, and so you're literally, if you're going their pedometer, absolutely everything is triggered by. So it doesn't matter if you're using a fossil or whatever watch you're using, the result is going to be exactly yeah. the same. And that was a problem. Mm. And so I remember that when I tested the the M six hundred, that was like the only watch that really got my pace correct. And obviously, Polar, they literally invented the heart rate monitor. Oh, yeah. The, the, the one that we yeah. use today. And I was like, crap. So you guys make this. <laughs> and and then, you know, your, your engineers told me the story, how they actually worked closely together with you guys to be able to build a custom-made watch 
that would actually address right. the algorithm that they wanted to throw in there. And it still is the watch that I recommend most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it, but I think MediaTek, you know, when it started more than 20 years ago, um, they were focused on more of those multimedia products. And then when they got into the, the smartphone business, they decided it was time to do more of that, that marketing. And, and they were going global. So I think it's taken us some time to start you know, working on that that reputation that we're more than just a smartphone brand. Oh yeah, yeah. for well, sure. Sm- your smartphone business is, is how uh, how 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 big of your business? It's uh, it's usually between about thirty five and forty percent of our overall business. Mm-hmm. So, it's a good so chunk. yeah, it's a good chunk. But the, then all those other products, yeah. you know, the the TV side, the smart home side, um, makes up a larger share actually of our business than the smartphone business. So we're more more known for some of our other products than actually the smartphones. Well, and that's the yeah. thing. I mean, when we reviewed the MateBook X Pro, the first MateBook X Pro from Huawei, mm-hmm. that was the first time that I heard the term far-field communication. Yeah. I had no idea that, that was that was a technology that you guys made. I had no idea. And so, you know, one of the things, you know, it was that thing where you can you could talk to Cortana from up to four, uh, four meters away. Yep. And that was like one of the major features of the yeah. of that MateBook X Pro from Huawei. And then it turns out that I start seeing it pop up on Amazon Echoes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one of the things was like, oh, so I got my first Echo. And I was like, man, this thing is so good. Because I like I could totally be in the bathroom from my apartment in Honduras. Literally, the Echo is at the other end of the yeah. room. And I could whisper the damn name. And that thing would hear me. And it wasn't until I go to Taiwan that I learned that. That's yeah, the reason of our why. technology. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. The... It is amazing. It's really good. I have a ton of echoes in my place too. And, yeah. <laughs> and of course, maybe do. maybe too many. <laughs> of course you do. So you notice how the echo doesn't just you know the moment that that Alexa that the speaker hears you, it doesn't just hear your voice, but it also circles around yeah. and it points to where you are. It oh. points to where the noise is coming from. I didn't know that was what that was for. Yeah. Hmm. So have a look at it. It'll actually circle around and and be like, oh, you're coming from that direction. You're coming from that direction. Yeah. And it'll pick up. And that's how two people can actually talk to it as well. And it'll signal to where it's listening to. Hmm. I mean, we've had so many conversations even after the panel yesterday about, you know, why not have the branding on Amazon products yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. But I guess the, the question that I have, and, and really it's just up to obviously the manufacturers to actually disclose that information. But while you have smartphones and a lot of products that are clearly in markets like India, maybe China or in any of these other markets in the U.S., Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a lot of people don't actually know that MediaTek is in a lot of those devices. They don't. Yeah. yeah. Like, and also since the smartphones don't make it to the U.S., like I don't think I've ever seen a real me in the U.S. For no. example, right? You know. Yeah. Um, like, what kind of push do you think that MediaTek might have in the Western market, like the U.S.? I think you'll probably see more um, MediaTek. And we did talk about this a little bit yesterday, right? Smartphone is always the sexy business. Mm-hmm. Some some of those other products aren't necessarily sexy. And being an ingredient in those where you're not as focused on specs like, you know, power, performance, battery life, um, like TVs. That's just not how you shop for mm-hmm. a TV, right? Yeah. You, you trust a brand and you just you just need a smart TV that, that has great picture quality oh, and sure. does the job. So um, probably around the 5G, you're going to see a little more attention on what MediaTek's able to power mm-hmm. on, the, on the device side, smartphone device side um, in North America. But I think, too, um, the reputations change, too, because we have some of these big brands like, you know, Amazon and, um, you know, there's there's a few others that sometimes we can't we can't even mention and talk about. But sure. 
Um, and even on the random side, like the ASIC chip side, the specialized chips for um, data call centers or mm-hmm. um, Microsoft Sphere mm-hmm. is, is using that, you know, stuff we designed sp- specifically for them from our ASICs chops. So I think you'll start seeing more and more media tech brand recognition or name recognition in North America as more of these um, home products and then 5G devices start hitting the market. Yeah. 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 Well, and, that, and that was another thing. I mean, that 5G chip that still doesn't have a name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> still doesn't have a name. But all right. So you announced the first ever chip where the 5G modem is integrated yeah. into the SOC. It's part of it. So yep. we're obviously expecting a far more efficient 5G chip. Yeah. You know, less move, less movement of data. Everything is in one place. But then obviously the, the challenge is not just that, the efficiency, but also the fact that you plan to aggressively to offer it to everybody else. Like it's not one of those high-end chips. You're actually planning on offering it to everybody else. For me, that's a big deal. Yeah. I, I think for starters, it'll still... It's, it's definitely a high-end chip. It's, yeah. a, it's a flagship chip, but I think everything that's coming out 5G in the next year will will be a flagship device. It's going to be everybody's first 5G device, no, yeah. no matter the brand. But uh, having media come out with that type of spec for a 5G chip and integrated SOC, I think will change the pricing you know, in the next couple of years. When there's more competition in the market, there's only really two companies offering 5G SOCs to the to the open market, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's Qualcomm and that's us. You know, the other big companies are making them for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you'll definitely start to see that that new premium pay off where you're going to get a 5G device um, at a more affordable price quicker probably than you have with the uh, 4G smartphone market. Mm, I would love that marriage of the, the gaming chip and the like yeah. high speed mobile internet. Yeah. That sounds like that sounds awesome. Especially on an affordable device. I would love to see something like yeah. that for sure. I think I think all that stuff's gonna just start to blend, right? Yeah. The with five G, you're gonna be able to do some different things with the gaming. Um, the AI, we talk about smart and fast. You're not gonna have five G without some really incredible AI mm-hmm. just to just to manage it all. Yeah. yeah. You made a really wonderful point during the panel yesterday about um, the, the user experiences and how that's something that you really prioritize. Yeah. But as we've learned, and you mentioned earlier, that um, the Indian audience is so tech savvy and they they're are. so into the specs. Um, do you find it like, is it tough to actually cater the message uh, among all the different markets uh, in that sense? Because <laughs> we agree. Like, we come from, a, we come from a, a certain creator space where everyone just wants to know, like, what's the daily usage? Yeah. But yeah. our eyes have been open to just how much people really care about the, the spec sheet here. It, it, it is a challenge um, for different markets. Like you said, India is very different in that way, where they are so much more savvy about you know, what the processing power is, you know, what type of AI performance. They'll look at the Geekbench scores and Antutu oh, wow. scores, you know, things like I that. I haven't looked at benchmark scores in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Same. But yeah. I, think, I think I need to start doing a better job at that. <laughs> but, but in general, even, you know, we're even hearing from the device makers too. Everybody's focused on the experience, right? Mm-hmm. It's what, it's, it's how they sell to the consumers. What experience are you bringing to them that matter the most? And, you know, you guys know as well as I do, camera's a big one. Yeah. Um, everybody's always sure. looking up you know, what you can do with either AI on the, on the camera or how many different, you know, cameras you can support. Yeah. So that's a long way to say, yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge, but when you know that that's the market in India, when they're going to see the specs, um, we do some different things online, like mm-hmm. Flipkart's one of the biggest e-commerce uh, sites in India along oh. with Amazon. So we have specific pages for media tech on, on Flipkart 
And that's where a lot of devices, where they'll go look up information before mm-hmm. they buy. They won't necessarily always buy from, from our site, but you know we can see how many devices get looked at and, and sold off the Flipkart site for us. Yeah. There was, a, there was some talk about, I mean, obviously we've been talking about India because we're here, but there was also some talk about the Philippines. And I kept thinking about what is it like in Latin America? Uh, like when it comes to smartphone discernment and you know what people want latin america is either either one of two extremes you know whenever you have a company like samsung do that branding where they they have they launch the galaxy j and the galaxy y and all these like affordable phones yeah that caters perfectly to latin america mm. because they are brand sensitive they're either samsung users or huawei users or apple users so it doesn't really matter what you throw at them. Or they would rather buy a secondhand phone that has the logo hmm. than buy a new phone that probably has better capabilities, but is from an unknown brand. And so for for them, that whole strategy from Samsung is works out perfectly because hmm. everybody has a Galaxy. It's just not a Galaxy S. Uh, and okay. so yes, you have people that'll buy the higher end phones. Um, but like I've, I, I've had cases where I've sold, resold phones so easily over there mm. because people are sensitive to the price and they don't care if it's used. They just want the branding. And so that's that, that's Latin America. That is not what I notice here in India mm. at all. Not. Yeah. They want the latest and greatest. They don't want to pay as much, or if they're going to pay, it better be worth it. Like it better be their money's worth. Yeah, you know, it's a, they're, they're, it's either the fact that they're gonna. I, I love that. It's not just they're very passionate, but also it's like their level of education and technology is incredible. Yeah, uh, like we had some very educated conversations in that meetup, and I loved it. <laughs> I loved it because it's it's one of those things where I'm like, my God, you know, in, in my in my reviews, we actually drifted away from covering specifications. We drifted away from covering this information because we, you know, our, the U.S. consumer is our largest market, and so. You know, the average consumer doesn't care about specs, particularly in right. the United States. No. It's also another brand-sensitive uh, country. Very where much it's so. all, You know, it's all about, oh, everybody wants their Apple product because it's, you know, it's the brand that's right now more popular. And so, you know, in the, in the end, I think that, I don't know if it's, I don't know how we, I don't know if it's that we need to approach things differently because there's a bigger market out there of products that are so good, you know, starting with brands like Xiaomi. Uh, you know, starting with brands like Xiaomi, you know, the experience that we've had with Oppo devices. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. right now we were in Japan. Those photos that we took with that, with that, with that with Oppo the, Reno, Reno. Mm-hmm. you know, and so there's a broader world out there. And, and you know, people are just stuck with their iPhones, stuck with their Galaxies, and they're not necessarily the best phones. And, and I loved how I felt that in every single conversation that I had here in India. People were like, yes, but I'm not going to pay that much for a phone. Like it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't the I can't pay. It was I would I not won't. pay. Yeah, yeah I it's, won't. Pay. It's not worth their 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 dollar. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah because or whatever while, currency. But <laughs> yeah. while we would uh, sing the praises of a device like the Pixel Three A. Uh, because of its camera. Yeah. We had so many people come up to us say that the processor is not what they want or the actual features are oh, not there. Or, or and, how expensive yeah. they sell it here. Exactly, yeah. It's a, it's a more expensive phone here in India. Yeah. Um, there's there's so much choice um, globally versus mm-hmm. North America, mm-hmm. right? The, the number of devices you see in a place like India or China compared to, I think, what consumers have to select from in North America, it's very different. And like you said, Jaime, it's the, the differences now are 
minuscule. Yeah. Uh, you can get a really good smartphone from just about any brand at, yeah. at a price point that you want. Yeah. Yeah. And with significantly better experiences. Yeah. I, you know, I, I argue with people. It's like, you know, iPhone's not a bad phone. It's just, it's not worth a thousand bucks. Yeah. Like, if you do the math over, and I don't care about the stainless steel and everything, you break that thing and it's 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so it's one of those things where I love the mentality of everybody that I talk to here. I love that mentality. I, I'm not willing to pay that much for a phone. And I yeah. feel, I wish that that's what would have happened in countries like the United States. Mm. And I think it only, that will only grow the more we, ex, you know, the more we expose everything else that's out there. And I've, I've been seriously considering, like, you know, for example, in the past, we chose not to review mid-rangers because obviously we're not, we don't have a 20 people, a 20 person team. Yeah. So it's very, we have to be like very picky over what we review. But either I come up with another product where it's a simpler way to review a phone, but like there's a bigger market out there. And I feel that it deserves being covered, particularly with everything that we saw with the G90. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's something that I totally want to test out. That's something that I'm totally willing to recommend. Yeah. Because to, to be fully honest with you, I feel that the experience is all about the things that annoy me the most about gaming that make me not want to use a phone. Right. And you're addressing them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. It's very specific pain points to gamers. But you guys also pointed out it's a it's a chipset that you could drop into any smartphone and you know, it it'd be just fine. You don't necessarily need to use those gaming features. It's uh, it's yeah. got the the capability that some of our other chips have as well. And and even as picky as some Indian users, I'm just speaking specifically, um even as picky as I might be about the spec sheets, it doesn't necessarily mean that each person's desires are the same. No. So somebody who really wants to play PUBG will actually have the choices available yeah. to them, including the G90 and the G90T. Uh, somebody that wants more of a camera experience could still get that while still having this particular yeah, chip. And it has, you know, it's it's nice. And I, I love the term democratizing um, when it comes to all of these pieces of yeah. tech because it's a wonderful yeah. way of looking at it. I, I think that's always been a message from, from when the, MediaTek was founded. Mm -hmm. You know, the the idea was to make technology accessible to the masses because obviously we're we're in Taiwan and our founder was uh, you know conscious of cultures and, and economies mm -hmm. and what advantages technology brings to people or um, what opportunities it offers. So it's a it's a it's a good goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Kevin, it's been an enlightening trip. Seriously, I'm glad you guys were able to uh, join so us Thank in you India. So much yeah, for the absolutely. Yeah, it's been I mean, it's been a blast. This trip has been great. Yeah, yeah. India is always educational in many ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aside from the food, what's your favorite thing? Oh, there you go. <laughs> in India, yeah. Um, for me, it's uh, it's always the people. I always say India is an assault on your senses in every way, good and bad. Yeah. Right. The, the smells, the sounds, uh, the the food, you know, all of it. So it's it's a colorful place, and, and in general, I think they're you know, like some of the most kind, happy people. Yes. Yeah, I, it's it's just uh, like I said, it's always an experience being here. You just yeah. you you feel differently about it when you leave. Oh yeah, what about you, Josh? I I have to. I'm sticking with the food. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say the, not the food. What about the tea? I mean, come <laughs> the, on. You I, I lump them together. I, I do lump them together, to be honest. But um, the tea has been amazing. But uh, I, I will say that the food has just been the most 
memorable part for sure. And the fact that we had a, had an experience of yeah. learning how to make some of it, I can't wait to try yeah. making these dishes myself. We made curry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, honestly, we we were having this conversation after the meetup, and I, I just have to express it, particularly to everybody that's watching from India. Um, I come from a culture where I love where I'm from, and I love going back all the time. But one of the things that I don't like about my culture is how much we complain. We complain about all the problems. Yeah. We complain about all the things we don't like. Um, and it's, you know, instead of seeing our glass half full, and it's, and instead of seeing, you know, that the pasture is also green and certain things here, we always want the green pasture from everybody else. Mm -hmm. Those things that are available in the United States that are not available in Latin America. And, you know, I, I've spent this year, mostly this year, I, I don't know if you saw what I wrote for my birthday, and I was like, you know, birthday. yeah, for my birthday, I posted a photo and I'm like, you know, I'm going to stop seeing the grass greener on the other side and I'm going to start enjoying this green. Mm -hmm. And so it's beautiful to come to a country where people are genuinely proud to be Indian. Yeah. Where people are not like, they obviously want a better, like they would love to have a better phone in their pockets, for example, but it's not envy. No. It's to a certain degree admiration it's to a certain degree knowledge over what other things they did their homework they know but it's like this is what i can use and mm -hmm. this is what i have yeah and you know i i loved how they you know the, if there's something to praise they will praise it mm -hmm. if there's something and it, even if there was something to complain about i loved how they were always like funny about it yeah to a certain degree that they, they made it like they made it sound like a joke like what do you think about the cows on the street and stuff like that you know what <laughs> yeah and, you know and, and i love that or for example example yesterday we were at the panel they were like so how's the food treating you any <laughs> yeah. any any stomach issues already and i'm like no it's been doing great he's like don't worry have you done some street food and i'm like not yet oh that's what we need we need <laughs> to send you home with problems that's what we need to do and you know what i love that i love a culture i have to praise india i would i would really love to come back i would really oh, yeah, love to, to come back you yeah. know uh, 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 you know i, I had friends I have a lot of pilot friends who fly in different in different airlines here. And, you know, at first they were like, yeah, but you get to see a lot of poverty that we don't get to see in Honduras. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, we did. We did see absolutely everything. Sure. Like every country. Like nothing's perfect. You go to San Francisco and you see more homeless people yeah. than you see here. I'll tell you that yeah. much. And so, but it's that beauty where people are proud of what they have. They're proud of their culture. They're proud of their religions. They're proud of how much they embrace diversity, which I love. And you know what? It's when you're in a place like that where people are shiny and happy, that makes it all the while. It, it completely erases certain things that you, you know, that, that you see that are probably not pleasant. I didn't yeah. see them as unpleasant. This is just the idiosyncrasy of a culture. That's exactly, just the way yeah. it is. Yeah. It took me a second to like cross that hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, it's, it did seem to me that like the certain jubilation and elation from people wasn't quite there until you actually engage with them. Right. Like that's the, you cross that threshold and all yeah. of a sudden everybody is just so lovely. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> yeah. is, man. Yeah. I think, I think you guys experienced the same when people first come to India and you explained it really well. It's the mindset. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's that joyful mindset despite any circumstances they just they enjoy life yeah. yeah it's it's the same thing i say a lot on on my own um social media and content both can be true mm -hmm. like people don't realize half the time especially in western cultures that both can be true you can want what another person has and be not really envious but you can aspire to it while still loving what you have 
Yeah. Both can be true. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah. So that, that's true. I, I, re- I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. Uh, India, thank you so much for hosting thank you us. Thank you so much. It's Definitely. such a beautiful time. We're going to go ahead and get into the outro right now. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. And to any of our uh, Indian viewers and listeners, thank you once again. And on that note, I'm going to go ahead and call it on this one. Thank you so much for listening or watching the podcast if you're on the YouTube side. For you YouTube viewers or for any of you that wants to head over to the comment section of the YouTube version of the podcast, you can go ahead and answer the question. How do you feel about the MediaTek Helio G90? What types of products do you have that have MediaTek processors in them? And in general, uh, any of our Indian viewers and listeners, we just want to give you another thanks for being such wonderful, gracious hosts to us while we were here with MediaTek in Delhi and Mumbai. You can find all of our social media handles inside of the show description, the show notes, uh, depending on where you are listening or watching the show. And from there, you can also follow Pocket Now on all of the different social media platforms. From there, we're just going to go ahead and call it on this one, and we will see you in our next episode.